Hello and welcome to the Good Friends of Jackson Elias. This is a special episode, a recording of a live game recorded at the Pod UK podcast convention in February of 2019. Our very own Scott Dorwood takes the role of keeper with Dirk the Dice from the Grognard Files podcast as one of the players, along with members of the How We Roll podcast crew. So listen along now as they play through Lee Carr's Call of Cthulhu scenario, The Necropolis. Hello everyone. This isn't intimidating at all. (laughs) Not in the slightest. (laughs) My name is Joe Trier and welcome to How We Roll Live. It is my absolute pleasure... Lean forward to the mic. Oh, sorry. Bring your mic forward. Oh, here we go. It is my absolute pleasure to introduce our players tonight. We have David Honecker. Hey! We have, from the Grognard Files podcast, we have Dirk the Dice. Hello. We have my very good friend, Owen Falvey. Hi, folks. We have Curran Gervais. Hello, everybody. And our keeper of Unknown Law. From the good friends of Jackson Elias, we have Scott Dord himself. Thank you, Joe. And I'd just like to explain a little bit about what we're doing today, because unlike some of the other fantastic shows that you've seen and you will see, we are wholly improvised. Us as players have no idea what we're going to experience. Scott, as our keeper, is going to present a series of situations within a narrative, and then we are going to make decisions based upon who we are as players. Each of us have a character, which we'll introduce shortly. Um, Even Scott doesn't know what happens, because when we make an action, we will decide what happens by rolling a dice. So we, over the next 75 minutes, are going to present a wholly unknown story of deepest, darkest horror. And I'm going to hand over to Scott to explain a little bit more about the setting and the game itself. Yes, so the game we're playing is Call of Cthulhu. This is based on the works of a pulp horror writer from the early 20th century called H.P. Lovecraft, who pretty much shaped modern horror. And the game is fundamentally about uncovering secrets man was not meant to know, uh, encountering powerful entities from outside space and time, or certainly from deep time, and generally sticking one's nose where it doesn't belong. Uh, This usually leads to a horrible end, and I I think we might manage one of those today. We never die. (laughs) (coughs) No, we never, ever, ever die. (laughs) Before we jump into the game itself, uh, let's find out who everyone is playing. Uh, do you want to start with uh, David? I, I'm playing a, a former Marine named Dan, Dan Henderson. Um, definitely, definitely not an alcoholic. Definitely, definitely did not get dishonorably discharged for having an interesting time in a bordello in southern France. And uh, definitely, definitely not sponging off uh, my good friend here, Bunty, who is a... Uh, well, I'll let him introduce himself. Hi, I'm uh, Hank the Kid Malone, and I come from the mean streets of Brooklyn, and I found myself on a liner in London, and I befriended a, 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 a wealthy man by the name of Bunty, and uh, I've been taking some rich pickings from him. I'm uh, only 19, a bit small, but uh, I want to go to Egypt, because I've got a man up west who paid good money for antiquities. I'm Niall Madden, stretching my acting skills and playing an Irishman. Uh, 
So I'm, for the last number of years, been an archaeologist around Tunbridge Wells and just a humdrum trench dig, finding Roman coins, nothing of great interest. Always dreamed of going to the Valley of the Kings, like Howard Carter and the other greats. And I made friends with Bunty, who um, was convinced of the wonders of Egypt and has happily uh, financed <coughs> a trip for me. Hello, everyone. Uh, pleasure to be here. My name is Henry Buntington Smythe the Fourth. Bunty to my friends. You can all call me Bunty. Um, I'm a dilettante. Yes, that's right. That's how it's pronounced in English, not dilettante. And I am... Well, I'm spending my yearly stipend on various ventures and expeditions, and today I'm in Egypt with a number of my colleagues here to um, do some archaeology. Archaeology, yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm playing Stefan Brieb, who's a a German um, linguist who's been hired by Mr. Bunty to do some... Just Bunty, my fellow. Just Bunty. Bunty. (laughs) Just Bunty, Bunty then. Um, and uh, I believe he wants me to uh, translate some hieroglyphics, perhaps. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm always looking for a new challenge, so I've accepted. So, as you might have guessed from what people have been saying, this takes place in the Valley of the Kings uh, in Egypt. Specifically, it takes place in November of 1924. Uh, This is a peak time for archaeology in Egypt, and obviously this group of characters is cashing in on all that. Uh, So... Yeah, Bunty, you've you've basically funded this expedition. Uh, You have your... Your good friend Niall, who is is going to oversee the the dig, the the dig itself is into this this structure. You're not quite sure what it is. It might be a temple, might be a tomb. It's certainly carved into the cliff face of of, of one of the cliffs that border the Valley of the Kings. Uh, it's been sealed, obviously, for some time because there is this monstrous great stone slab in front of the entrance. The workers you've hired, however, uh, have, have diligently and creatively come up with this rope and pulley system. And after you've been waiting around for some time, they do manage to lift the slab. I mean, it's, it's, it, it levers off the ground and there is you know, this, this rank air that just spills out from the tomb. But yes, all of a sudden there is this gaping black entrance there behind which lie perhaps treasures, certainly secrets from times lost. So, what do you do? Bunty, they have, they have the tomb open. Come see. The- hold, hold, hold on. I think you'll find I'm supposed to be security here. Pull out my tiny little ancient revolver. It's about, you know, that big, 32. I'll check it out first. Now. Walk slowly into the uh, into the temple without having considered a light source. <laughs> should, should we well, cut the ropes? Yeah, I mean, it, in, inside I, there is a a long tunnel. Well, actually, not that long, uh, but the darkness makes it look longer. That stretches inside. I mean, you, you walk inside. There's no sign of traps or anything like that. Um, yeah, certainly the, the floor doesn't open up underneath you and swallow you. There don't seem to be darts coming out of the walls or anything like that, or anything you might have been expecting. <laughs> hmm. just, just Dan, just, uh, uh, you just need to hold off a minute. Um, it, it might be a curse. A uh, curse? What, what, what kind of curse? Well, 
I've, I've heard some, <coughs> some, some stories that um, if, if you don't say the right words or do the right thing, then you, you might get cursed. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I've been telling Brunty about the curse. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, that, that kind of cur- Okay, yeah. Uh, why, why don't you uh, tell, us, tell us the words, Niall? So I need some, um, some type of currency to, you know, just uh, <laughs> offer to the gods... Uh, so, Bunty, have you got any currency by any chance? <laughs> well, I've got a bit. Uh, hang on. Uh, I've only got ten pounds. Is that, is that enough? Ten pounds? Per- perfect. Snatches from, from his head. <laughs> um, the, the, the gods can be bought cheap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's 1924. Ten pounds is a lot of money. I'm not sure what the exchange rate is. Buy a small holiday home in Egypt. Egyptian uh, pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's perfect. Uh, I just got to lay them here by the entrance, cover them in sand, and then elaborately just pocket them and s- slightly elaborate, awkward dance. And the, cur- the curse is fine, uh, Bunty. I think you should go ahead and just, just see what's down there. Oh, thank God. Do I get to go in first? Yeah, as, as you offer the money, you're, you're the first to break the curse. I wouldn't want anyone else to get the curse. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, it's quite dark. Yes. Um, I, I mean, so I can go some of the way in. Are you all going in? I mean, this is this is the find of uh, the century potentially. This 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 yeah, wonderful unknown tomb. You don't even know what this is. I, I, are you just all dithering around on the step, waiting to go in, or are are you actually going to <laughs> so, you know, do I'm, something? I'm sprint in. <laughs> <laughs> as, as we're messing around, I'm finishing my dance. Uh, boy, boy, um, Hank, bring bring torches and. Uh, Get Stefan. He might need to read some of these hieroglyphics <laughs> if we find any. So yeah, I guess <laughs> we're all going in. <laughs> I guess we're going in. Okay. So so as you all make your way in, I mean, one of you has got a torch, have you? I mean, yeah, I'll bring some torches over to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Share them. Are these are these uh, like English torches or literal? I, I, torches? I, I, I think these are literal torches. Literal torches. Yeah. So Fire. yeah, you've, you've got you've got two of those. Um. And, Sorry, and can I just request that I don't hold one of the torches? Uh, this suit is rather expensive. And I, can't <laughs> <laughs> I, I would hold it. Don't worry. Oh, thank, thank you so much. I, I'll do that for you, Bunty. <laughs> so as, as you make your way in, I, you find yourself in this corridor. It's, it's probably only about 25, 30 feet long. And it is the, the walls are lined with hieroglyphs. Um, you can see something glinting gold at the far end. Ooh, it's gold. Is that a mummy? <laughs> and, and as you go down to look, there is this creaking and almighty thud sound as the stone slab drops to the ground behind you, sealing you in. Uh, now, predictable. Was it? Was that supposed to happen? Do I look like an engineer? <laughs> no. Well, oh. you're the one with the fancy ass university degrees. How the fuck should I know? Uh, y- yes, it was meant to happen. It's. For the curse. <laughs> I, I knew I should have brought more money. Ten pounds obviously wasn't enough. <laughs> Quickly, I've got, I've got, I've got a shilling here. If if I put it down, will it open? Yeah, I'll just take care of that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, so you look for the coin slot in the slab. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, it appears to be a way more powerful curse than I realised. I'll keep trying. Pocket shilling. I always keep half a crown in my shoe. Oh, goddamn double knot. Desperately trying to undo my shoelace at this moment. <laughs> Remember that pocket watch you were showing me the other day? Maybe the gods will like that. <laughs> oh, I, I lent it to Hank. Hank, have you got my pocket watch? Uh, I, I, I've not got it. I've not got it. I, I, how are we going to get out? How are we going to get out? I'm too young to die. Oh, okay, guys, look. P- 
perhaps there's um, a secret entrance. Often when building tombs and pyramids like this, uh, there was workers' entrances, you know, kind of access tunnels that you couldn't see, you know? Like of course, backseat. of course, for the yeah, help. So for the help. For the help, <laughs> yeah. You know, like the hidden circus at home, Bunty. One thing I will interject at this stage is it does sound like there is perhaps a note of panic here, is I will ask for a sanity roll off everyone. So what this involves is um, just basically a test to see how well people are coping with the situation and whether they're traumatised by it. So each character has a score called sanity, which marks their, their resilience to trauma like this. So if you'd all care to make that roll. I rolled a 30 against my 50, <coughs> so I succeed. I rolled uh, 98 against my 80. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I rolled a 38 against my 40, so I succeed. I rolled a 53 versus my 70. Um, just for anyone at home that's not played this before, uh, you want to roll low, so you want to get below the scores. That's mm. how the mechanics work. I've rolled 27 against 60. This is perfectly normal. So <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, everyone is coping fine with this, except for the kid. <laughs> the, the kid, on the other hand, loses two points of sanity. And uh, the, the rest of you, uh, while you're looking around and, and discussing in relatively calm terms about possible other exits and what your plans are, the kid is, is just pressed up against the stone slab, wailing in terror. <laughs> <laughs> It's like being in that liner again. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. Normally, when I summon the help, I pull a cord. Is there a cord around anywhere? <laughs> there's, there's no cord here, but as I said, there are hieroglyphs all down the walls. Mm. The walls are cracked. The ceiling is cracked. Um, there is, as I said, something gold at the far end that's glinting in, in your... I mean, the, the, the torchlight I mean, it gives you a little... Um, gives you a little circle of light around you, but it's, it's far from yeah, far from illuminating the whole place. So I would like to try and take a look at these hieroglyphics. Right. Um, in which case, yeah, I mean, you can give me a roll against your other language hieroglyphs. Hmm. I've rolled thirty-eight against seventy. <laughs> this makes perfect oh, sense to me. Okay, that. that. <laughs> That is a hard success. So, uh, yes, you can you can pick out a few things. I mean, they seem to depict perhaps a pharaoh of some description leading a bunch of uh, a bunch of followers. Um, he is treating them fairly cruelly, and you 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 infer from what you're seeing that he had perhaps something of a heretical belief that he saw there as being, you know, perhaps not even, the, you know, the gods not even being real, that um, what happens on this earth is all that matters. And, you know, the, the, the gods themselves are irrelevant to him. Hmm. So according to these hieroglyphics, um, there was a tyrannical <coughs> pharaoh who was also an atheist. Ahead of his time, some might say. Well, <laughs> may, maybe, maybe an atheist, or maybe he saw himself as a god. Hmm. It's up to debate, really. Ste <laughs> <laughs> Stefan, does does he have a name? Is there a name mentioned or a group? No, no, there isn't a name. The one thing you do notice, though, is that there are cracks in the walls. Uh, as you're looking at the hieroglyphs, you can see that be through the cracks that there are things, perhaps in cubby holes, behind the walls. 
while this lot's mm. looking at the, the chicken scratchings on the wall, I'm going to go towards that glinting thing. Might be gold. <laughs> okay. So unlike you, Dave. Well, <laughs> I mean, down, down the other end of the corridor, you see a few things down there. Yeah. Um, you see uh, the, the glinting gold thing you saw was a, a fairly ornately carved gold chest. I mean, it's quite large. Um, there's also an ornate uh, stone table just next to it. And there is a hole in the wall at the far end. It looks like perhaps these have been dragged through from there. Uh, there, there is also um, obviously a doorway at the far end, but it's got another one of these huge stone slabs. When, when you say a hole that was dragged through, do you mean the doorway, or is it like another kind of? No, weird? there's there's a hole that's been knocked in the wall next to the doorway. Right. Okay. Um, it's it's not big enough to walk through, but you could probably crawl through it. You. Said that we were the first people to come here. This isn't good enough. I want a new pyramid. (laughs) (laughs) The first people to come here since it's been built. It just wasn't finished. It's just not good enough. It's just not good enough. I've paid um, money for this excursion. Clearly not enough. The curse happened. Well, (laughs) I can actually... Oh, yeah, this would be a good opportunity for anyone who's poking around to make a spot hidden roll. So spot Ah. hidden is a skill to, to notice the things that you might not otherwise notice. I rolled a, a seven versus 50. Oh. So I'm probably okay. <laughs> I did not notice anything. <laughs> yeah. I, I am far too distracted by the golden chest to see anything. <laughs> I've rolled a 63 against 45. I'm oblivious. And so it was only Niall who passed there, but he passed mm. extremely well. So you notice two things. Uh, one is on the slab that, that fell down behind you, there are carvings in it. Uh, they perhaps weren't immediately obvious, but there are carvings there. The other thing you notice is that there are chips of stone littering the floor um, that, that look like they've been, you know, knocked off the walls, knocked off, you know, stone plinths. Um, you know, perhaps uh, from from the condition of them, it perhaps looks like someone has been through here much more recently than you might assume. Like brutally knocked off. Plinths and walls, is it? Yeah, or well, certainly when they knocked that, that bloody great hole in the wall over there, yes. Okay. Yes, that all looks surprisingly new. So, Bunty, you might be right. These do look like it's new um, damage. So it seems to have one recent owner. Just, um, just, just a minute. Uh, I've had a horrible thought. Were they going in or were they coming out? Uh, do you see that hole? I don't want to point out the obvious, but I think they went that way. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I mean, I, what, I don't know. Why, why would that make any difference, Bunty? Bunty. What? That's what I said, Bunty. Oh. Uh, well, I, I was reading the book uh, in Amazing no, Adventures. No, you weren't. Well, comic. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a mummy, and he was, well, he was, he was rather rude. He, he tore people apart and cursed them, and, well, I, you know, I wouldn't... I've got a new suit on. <laughs> but that oh. kind of thing only happens in stories. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's right. That's, that's definitely only in stories. Well, that's why I said, thank at- God. It's, it's, it's probably <laughs> fine. D- Dan, what have you got over there? What's that chest? Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing to see here. It's fine. How, how big is the chest? Uh, the che- <laughs> the chest is sizable. I'm, sizable, so it's not like... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's certainly not something you could pocket. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's also solid gold, so I mean, you, you perhaps try shifting it a bit, and you realise <laughs> that it's too heavy for you to carry on your own. It's just brass. It's just nothing. <laughs> just, just ignore it. I'll, I'll probably take it, you know, a souvenir later on our way out. But you know, just, just leave it there for now. 
Looks awfully shiny for brass. <laughs> <laughs> well, they polish it like that here in Egypt. Don't, don't you worry about it. Oh, Egyptian brass. Egyptian brass. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Stefan was looking at these hieroglyphs and noticed these cracks in the walls yes, with things yes. behind them. Hmm. So there seems to be something behind the wall. Uh, that'd be where the help came. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you should take a closer look, Stefan. I think maybe I will. Is there a way for me to like try to pry a shovel in there? Or uh, something? Yeah. Oh, Just, easily. Yes. Yeah. I'll hand him my yeah. trowel, my trusty oh, trowel, as I'm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Niall's trusty trowel. Does the work. <laughs> uh, so, so yes, <laughs> you put it in and you lever a chunk of the, the wall out, destroying priceless hieroglyphs in the process. Um, but, but behind. Nineteenth century. Behind, you can see that there is this small mummified figure with a wooden head that uh, is carved and painted to look like a dog's. Christ, he looks just like Jeeves. (laughs) 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 Is there a key under it? So I'm going to assume Uh, that I have to roll sanity. No? I'm totally normal. I just found a corpse. It's a mummy. <laughs> You're going into an Egyptian tomb. You're expecting to find fucking mummies. Mummy <laughs> 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 is any excuse. <laughs> uh, as, as an archaeologist, do I know of any um, legends or stories of uh, an well, atheist? Yeah, g- well, uh, give, <laughs> give, give me an archaeology roll. Uh, archaeology versus 70, I roll. God knows what. Uh, 55. Okay. Well, I mean, that, you don't recognise the legends on the wall. I mean, what you, you pick up on a couple of things, though. Um, one is the, the, the sigils and glyphs that you saw carved in the stone uh, door that slammed shut behind you um, indicate that, that they were perhaps to ward against evil. Um, you're not entirely sure whether they were supposed to keep stuff in or out. Um and the the mummified figure, and you know, I, I, I'm assuming you're poking around and looking yeah. at that a bit because you're an archaeologist. And um, yeah, you know, the the head comes off almost as soon as you touch it, and you can see underneath that it is actually a mummified dog, its head pushed down inside the bandages. And you, you've you've encountered these before, or something like them, and they are there as, as temple guardians. Okay, this this is guys. This is a temple guardian. There. They're used to protect tombs, and these uh, sigils here appear to be warding evil. I don't know whether it's keeping it out or keeping it in, though. <laughs> I wouldn't they, consider myself to be evil. We're they, probably, probably okay. <laughs> I was going to say, they probably don't work, because Dan's here with us. <laughs> Having successfully distracted them all and you know made them look at something else with my genius description of the brass chest. Can I now <laughs> open it while they're all examining this dog? Yeah, inside are a few uh, beads. They, they might be made of amber, oh, they might shit. be worth something, but uh, compared to the chest itself, uh, they're, they're pocket change. Yeah, I'll still pocket them. <laughs> oh, Dan, what was in the chest? <laughs> it was totally empty. It just oh, <laughs> darn it. <laughs> yep, totally worthless. I'll just, you know, but I might keep it as a souvenir. Gents, look, yeah. it's, getting, it's getting late. Um, there seems to be no way out from where we've came. Maybe we should press on and see if we can get out before it gets too too far into the night and too cold in this cave. The best way out is in. Uh, yes. <laughs> Whatever that means. I bet you tell that to Logic all your girlfriends. Must be different. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you staring at me? <laughs> so yeah, I, I'll push. I'll push on to the weird opening by the locked-off door. 
Okay, I mean, yeah, crouching down and looking, looking through, uh, you can see stuff glinting in there. I mean, you know, with the, the the torch you've got, I mean, you're you're having to lever it through fairly carefully, not to set fire to anything. Uh, but it, it does seem to be crammed full of all sorts of stuff. 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 I mean, cool. uh, until you until you go through, <laughs> they're just going to be shadowy shapes. Uh, uh, like, uh, guys, I'm I'm going to press on. Um, this is fascinating stuff. Um, give me back that troll because I want some sort of weapon. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'll uh, crawl with the torch kind of in front of me, like slowly through, hoping they'll follow me. And I will go. Another... Sorry, Scott. I will go right behind him because I, I, I am not letting him get to anything without me. <laughs> Before we let, is there another door? Just there was a shot door. There, there, there was the huge slab which sealed you in. There's a slab in front of you which is sealing this this other door. But the hole in the wall is is not chamber. through, just next to the slab that's going further in. Gotcha. So I will I will two crawl into the hole. Okay. And, and as you come through the hole, you see on the far side that you're in a, a much larger room. Um, maybe not longer, but certainly deeper. Um, and. The, the room is just pr- crammed full of artefacts. I mean, obviously, uh, funerary artefacts of some kind, uh, you know, grave offerings. These you know, include uh, ostrich feathers, um, clay jars, which seem to be full of all sorts of stuff. Um, you see, uh, yeah, you, you see in one far corner um, a golden chariot. You also see um, there are two other doors other than the one next to the hole you, you crawl through, um, both of which um, you know, at least at some point had stone slabs. There's one on your right which definitely still has a stone slab in front of it and is flanked by a couple of statues. Uh, there is one as well on the, the far side from where you are which has been smashed through. So, what, what do you see in there? Is it, can you open the door? I'd, I'd rather not crawl. Uh. <laughs> Dilettante. Yeah. Hank, uh, I'm going to call, like, bend down by the um, opening. Hank, do me a favour and just uh, bring B- Bronte through, please. Okay. I'm, I've got this blanket, uh, Mr. Bronte, sir. I'll put this round you. We'll crawl in. If you, just, if you just lay it on the floor like uh, Walter Raleigh, and I'll, <laughs> and I'll crawl. <laughs> Jenskin, stop flirting and get this. <laughs> so, yeah, um, this, this seems to be some sort of um, tomb with just funeral offerings. And as you can see, there's this opening with this door over here. And I'm going to go over to the two statues and inspect them. Are, are they more these tomb guardians? Um, no, these, these are different. Uh, you can see, I mean, they appear to be human size. And as you get closer, you can see that they're not actually statues that they are mummified bodies that appear to have been impaled on iron spikes. Uh, the heads have been cut off them, and they've replaced. One has got the head of a crocodile, the other the head of a jackal. Um, I, I, I think this is... I mean, I, as used as you are to mummies, and as much as you were expecting to see mummies, this is perhaps a bit more distressing. So I, I think I want a sanity roll here. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> That is a 15 against 50. I am very sane. I'm very drunk. I've got 98 again. <laughs> <laughs> I've rolled 62 versus 40, so I fail also. Uh, 68 versus 70, so I'm okay. 
So it, it was just Niall and the kid who failed? Oh, no, oh, sorry. No, I, I failed as well. It's 63 against 60. Okay, so... Yeah, so Stefan the Kid and Dr. Preber. Um, so and Niall. Oh, sorry, Niall. So Niall loses a mere one point of sanity. Cool. The Kid also loses a mere one point of sanity. Um, and Stefan loses three. <laughs> Yay. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, Stefan just backs off, he recoils in horror. And as he does so, there is one of these these priceless uh, jars, which you know, is obviously filled with some kind of offering. And he backs up against it and just knocks it over, smashes it on the ground. And it spills you know, old grain on the ground. You know, there are beetles crawling out of it all over the place. Ugh. God damn! <laughs> is, is, is that normal? Do they keep beetles in jars? <laughs> Did you not see these mummies? I'll stamp them. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other thing you notice about these statues, by the way, is that they're carrying weapons. Uh, one is carrying an axe. The other is carrying a type of uh, ancient Egyptian sword um, known as, as a kopesh, uh, which is it's kind of like a large sickle. Are they, are they sharp? Um, they, they're a bit rusty, but they're, they're certainly serviceable. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, um, this is really sharp. Be really careful. <laughs> Don't uh, run your finger down the blade. Ah, <coughs> oh, these are very, these are fascinating. Uh, how much do you think they'll be worth, Dan? Are they worth any money? I think, I reckon they might be all right. They would look really good in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Though I got to question the logic of whoever mm. impaled these sons of bitches, then armed them. Then <laughs> 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 Um... Maybe maybe we should collect these and take them uh, back to the camp for appraisal. I'll pick up the axe. <laughs> if nobody minds. <laughs> if nobody minds, I'll pick up the axe. Sorry, Tess swinging around the Kopesh. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's got a good heft to it. Just be careful, it's quite sharp. I'm going to give the jackal back <laughs> my trowel. Just, I don't think I have to be. You know, <laughs> need something in the afterlife. Uh, Very wise. So, I was going to say, uh, now, how old is this tomb supposed to be? Um, that, that is a very, very good question. <laughs> uh, no, so, seriously. I mean, uh, let, let's have an archaeology role here, because you know, something isn't quite adding up necessarily for you here. Um, I rolled everyone's favour, number sixty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so, under nose. So right then, yes, um, it is. yeah. I mean, you, you look around at the artifacts in here, and I mean, you're fairly. You're a fairly experienced Egyptologist, and for the life of you, you cannot pin this down to a particular era, to a particular dynasty. I mean, this—I mean, it's not that the artifacts themselves are unique or particularly unusual. It's just the stylings, the design of them, um, you know, the, the, the very age of them. Nothing quite makes sense to you. To be perfectly honest with you. Quite old, I would say six and a half thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really well, glad we brought you. That's that's spot on. More than I'd know. I was, I was thinking because <laughs> I don't. I'm not not exactly a scientist or anything, but should those beetles still be alive? That's a really good question. <laughs> well, to be honest, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, be, you know, before Hank decided to dance a jig on them. I mean, I've not been to the end of this tomb. I don't know if it comes out elsewhere in the cliffside. I mean, beetles mm. are small. There's cracks in the wall. Okay. Honestly, I'm kind of hoping that it does. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good point. So Maybe in this room, there's um, there's this, these two mummies, and they were in, in, in a doorway, right? 
Uh, there, there are two doorways, one of which has got a slab in place. Mm-hmm. That's the one to your right as he came in. Mm-hmm. On the far side, there is another doorway that did have a slab, but someone has smashed it to pieces. Ah. So I, I'm going to run through there. Okay. Well, I, I, just one thing I'll mention first. Uh, speaking of things being smashed to pieces, I mean, it's not just apparently Stefan who has broken something in here. I mean, you know, as you're passing through... You do notice that a number of the artifacts are, are damaged and broken in some way. Um, you know, uh, almost as if you know, someone has maybe, maybe not deliberately smashed them up because they're still too intact for that, but certainly perhaps moved through here carelessly. And is the chariot very intact? The chariot is surprisingly intact. Mm. Did, did I hear mention it was made of gold? Yeah, I mean, it's certainly, uh, it, it's certainly covered in, in gold leaf. Uh, a, an, an actual full golden chariot might be a bit impractical. Perhaps, perhaps. <clears throat> I've said it once and I'll say it again. When we get out of here, I want a new pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, I mean, we're, I we're in a tomb, Bundy. Yeah, tomb on the cliffside. Pyramids. Are triangular, pointy, <laughs> pointy. We've had this conversation. A new, old pyramid, pointy, <laughs> pointy. When we get out. Okay, here you should you should like hold this. I'm just gonna give him like a handful of grain. This is ancient Egyptian food. It's very valuable. You mind that? <laughs> Taste disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's a that's a beetle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, look, um, Dan, I think. Okay, that area is broken into, but this tomb over here could have something valuable. I mean, it's the two guardians were by the broken door or the sealed up door? Uh, by the sealed up door. I mean, it's protected generally when there's mummies and kind of sentinel-type sarcophagus outside it. It's a big burial area. There may be lots of Egyptian brass. <laughs> Maybe we should try <laughs> pushing this slab. <laughs> Hank, well, you know what I'm talking about, too. Yeah. Now, um, in, oh, sorry, carry on. Uh, can I try and move the slab? Just, just. Uh, yeah, you, you certainly can. This is a big hunk of rock. I mean, you, you go and you, you, you push and you push and you push, and it doesn't give in the slightest. I mean, this, <coughs> yeah, I mean, you, you might as well be trying to move the cliff face itself. <laughs> there, might, there might be a handle. Let's, let's look <laughs> a bit more clo- closely. Yeah. I'll do a spot here. <clears throat> yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Do that. Uh, I've got 77 on 70. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we brought you e- Even if there were a handle, you wouldn't be seen. <laughs> the dice are cursed. Thank you. Is there any hieroglyphics around? Um, not, not in this room, but you said you were going through the, oh, the broken yeah. doorway. So, as, as Stefan has so generously separated himself from the rest of the herd, let, let's, <laughs> let, let's, let's take full advantage of this. Um, are you carrying one of the torches? Um, I'm going to, for the sake of entertainment, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, 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 you, so you blunder through this dark doorway. Um, and I mean, there is a bit of a smell of corruption in here. I mean, the air in here is pretty stale anyway. But yeah, there, there is definitely the smell of, no, not, not rot, but you know, certainly old decay. Hmm. And as you're blundering around... Ah, entropy, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> As you're blundering around in the dark, you, you step on something that 
you're, you're wearing fairly sensible boots, so it doesn't hurt you. But it goes crunch underfoot, and something else goes crunch underfoot as well. Um, and, and as you, you, know, you blunder forward slightly, you bump up against something stone. And as you put your hand on to balance yourself, you, you feel yourself touching bones. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Where did Stefan go? He was here a minute ago. Yeah. Do. And, and, and at Damn. that point, you hear the cry from the other yeah. room. I can hear him, but I can't see him. He's not here. So, sounds like he's rolling sanity. <laughs> <laughs> what, that? Yeah, I, 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 think, I think a sanity roll would be entirely appropriate at this moment. So I've rolled 25 yeah. against uh, 57. Okay, yeah, I mean, you are holding it together, even ah, yes, in this horrible well. position. <laughs> Literally holding the skeleton together. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the crazy crats wandered off. Should we find him? <laughs> I mean, he'll probably come back. Maybe, I mean, just give this to maybe one more go. There must be some sort of way in. Well, I, I, I can't move that door. I was going to say, this might be a stupid question, but did he go through the door that you're pushing, or was it one of the open door, do you think? <laughs> it might be a stupid question, but I thought I'd ask. We'll never know. Maybe we should just try this one in case he's in here. Okay. okay. Mr. Bunty, sir, I've seen it in the movies. Let's, let's not split up. Let's stay together. <laughs> just, just Bunty. <laughs> Mr. Bunty? <laughs> My father's Mr. Bunty. Like I've like, done that. <laughs> so, so, so everyone's having this, this nice, calm conversation, ignoring the cries coming from the dark room. Excellent. I just wanted to check. So Please. Let's, let's go and find him. <laughs> I, I guess we'll leave this door. Yeah, let, let's, let's push on. Bunty, you lead the way. Uh, well, I, I don't want to hurt the, touch the torch. <clears throat> it's awfully sooty. Um, I'll go first, but if you hold the talk, no, that won't work. Will it? Um, the, the curse, Bunty. You have to go first. Remember. So, so the others have abandoned you. Ah, yes. <laughs> so what's new? <laughs> so, so, so you, you, you can hear this calm conversation going on in the other room while you Hello? are. Hello, calm. <laughs> this is Egyptian cotton on my ship. <laughs> so, so what are you doing there in the dark with the dead things? I am contemplating my own existence. <laughs> um, why exactly am I in this tomb? What have I done to put myself here? <laughs> silly Stefan, silly. <laughs> Always trying to go for the adventure. And then they leave you behind. Are you sure Hello? you succeeded in that sanity <laughs> test? <laughs> like it. Barely. Um, Dan, please. I'm just calling out. Uh, for the one person I'm like, I God found a shiny, it. I swear. <laughs> I'll, just hold I'll, on, grab I'll the do torch. it. Just, you hold my jacket, I'll roll up my sleeves. Where's that torch? Oh. <laughs> I'll just grab the torch and march off. So, yeah. so actually, yeah, I mean, just in case it becomes important at any stage, let's pin down exactly who is carrying these precious life giving <laughs> light sources. <laughs> Me. I'll, I'll carry Mr. Bunty's. Okay, so, so Dan and the kid are torched up. Um, so, so was was Dan following when when his name was called, or is he sticking with the yeah, everyone else and, and abandoning Stefan to his fate? No, no, he's like as they were fussing around with that, I just got fed up of it, grabbed the torch, and headed off towards uh, Stefan when he called my name. Okay, so when you get into the room, I mean, you can see that it seems to be a tomb of some kind. Um, Stefan uh, is there. Uh, he has his, his hands on a human skull that is lying on what looks like an altar or a plinth of some kind. And, you know, he's obviously lost his balance and his fingers are just jammed into his eye sockets. Yeah. Like a bowling ball. <laughs> bowling. Um, Stefan, I, th I think you're getting Hamlet wrong. <laughs> 
and, and you knew it so well. <laughs> uh, the, the, the plinth that the, the body is lying on, as I said, is a stone one. It seems to have all these little nooks in it that have got things in it. In them. Um, the body itself is a skeleton dressed in rags. It's not a mummy. Um, on the ground, surrounded. Can I just interrupt? A, hmm? a mummy is a skeleton dressed in rags. <laughs> well, well, well thank, thank you for clearing that up. Yes. Now we know he's dying first. <laughs> Bunty, who are you talking to? Was there ever any doubt? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> um, So. Yes, they, they, there are, on the floor surrounding the plinth, there are all these little stone or clay statues that, that look like uh, they're, they're human shape. Um, and yeah, a fair number of them have been crunched under the feet of, of Stefan. Um, there are murals on the walls all round. And behind the plinth, there is, um, on, on a stand, there is a golden ank. Um, the ank, however, is it's not necessarily like any that you know, you've seen before. I mean, even so, you know, certainly nothing like any that Niall's seen that before. That is not an ank. Um, <laughs> oh, there, there are two things that are different about it. One is it's inverted. Um, you know, so, so the round bit is down at the bottom. The other is that it has uh, little tendrils um, or you know, sort of wavy bits coming off it, and in the torchlight, I yeah, obviously this this isn't the case, but the torchlight, the flickering torchlight, does make it look unpleasantly like they're writhing. So I'm a really good archaeologist, but what, what's an ank? <laughs> 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 I, 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 I feel like that might be important if anyone else out there doesn't know. So an ank is an ancient Egyptian symbol, um, a symbol of life. Uh, it, ah. it looks almost like a crucifix, except the top part is a... Um, oh, an, an Anki. I pronounce it different in Ireland. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> okay, we're good. Um, um, so it's a symbol of life that is upside down. Yes. Yeah, that sounds... I am obviously very positive. attracted to, to, to the piece of gold. Brass, brass. <laughs> okay, so Don't touch the Egyptian brass. <laughs> Too late, I touched it. <laughs> so so, so you're, you're, are you actually lifting the ank off the stand? Yes. Okay. Uh, can, you, can you give me a, a power roll, please? Power. I'm Against by the door. 50-I roll a 78. Okay. So I, the, the rest of you see... You, you see... Um, oh. Better remember your name. Uh, <laughs> you, you see, Dan's eyes roll up into his head, and he convulses, and he drops down onto the ground. And and uh, you know, Dan, your your head is being filled with strange visions. I mean, you can see, you can see th th this figure. It looks almost like the pharaoh that you saw in the hieroglyphs outside. Um, he's he's dressed in robes, black robes. Um, his his skin is. And it's, it's black, but not like human skin. It looks almost like he's carved out of obsidian. Um, you know, it, it even glints slightly in an unpleasant way. Um, and you can see him uh, presiding over scenes of carnage, of mass human sacrifice, uh, just splattered in blood, the blood soaking into the landscape, people dying in the most horrific ways. 
Uh, let's let's have a sanity roll. I told you not to touch Suzanne. Really, I don't think one is hurted by any of that. Fine. I am fine. <laughs> I rolled a 31 against 50. Okay, so you still lose one. Okay. Everyone step back. I, I know what to do. I saw Nurse do this to uh, my brother when he fell off the stairs. I'm going to do some first aid. <laughs> I'm going to give him the kiss of life. <laughs> I'm going to call it now. It'll be last aid. <laughs> I am not trained in first aid. <laughs> And I get an 87. <laughs> <laughs> but I am changing kiss. Okay, well, I mean, obviously the problem with this is that you're, I mean, you're trying to get close to help him, but there's that ankh that's right next to him. And you know, you're obviously instinctively avoiding touching that. And, and you, that means you just can't get into the right position to give him first aid. Oh, thank God. I, I, on the other hand, if you repositioned yourself slightly and, and took a bigger risk, you might be able to have another try. But, but that means if you fail, you will end up brushing up against the ank. I will push that roll. Yes. Do you want to explain pushing the roll? Um, so one of the mechanics of Call of Cthulhu is if you fail a roll, you can have another go. But if you fail that roll again, then something really bad happens. And I just rolled a 40 versus my first aid of the <laughs> So Bunty gets himself into position and, and almost inevitably you see his hand come down on the ank. And you know, th- there are now two convulsing figures on the ground. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Bun- <laughs> Bunty, Bunty writhing on top of Dan <laughs> in a most suggestive manner. Um, um, Hank, uh, can can I have that sanity roll for Bunty? As oh well? yeah. <laughs> and upon seeing this, can I also roll sanity? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes, you can. Thirty-nine versus seventy. I am okay. not. So, so, so you still lose one point. I'm going to go and try and grab him by the waist and drag him away from this. Uh, oh, what? <laughs> I'm going to hold the torch. Uh, and, make sure, and make sure nobody comes in the door, just in case. <laughs> That's a good point. I was holding the torch when I fell down in convulsions. Oh, okay. So, yeah, oh, the, the, the torch is rolled off to one side. Um, mercifully, perhaps, you're, you're in about the only room in this complex that doesn't have anything flammable in it. <laughs> so, so, so I'll, I'll hand you the torch and uh, start grabbing. Come on, Mr. Bunty, get away from it! Get away <laughs> from it! And pretty much as, uh, as soon as you pull him away from it and break contact between his hand and the ank, you know his his eyes roll back into position, and and I mean there's a bit of foam flecked around his lips, but other than that, he seems to be, well, as 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 close to compass mentis as he ever gets. I'm fine. I'm fine. What, what, what did you see? Did you find a way out? Um. He is the worst kisser I've ever, <laughs> ever experienced. Am I still? He only kissed you very. Am I still out? Oh, yeah, because no one's dragged you away from the hang. They, they, they only care about Bunty. I'm, I'm going to um, run over him with the X. I'm hoping this. <laughs> chop, chop his head. No, I'm not going to chop his head off. Going to try and just. Um, Flick the ank out of his. Okay. Head. Yeah, you you do that, and yeah, oh, almost immediately Dan starts coming around as well. I'm going, oh. I'm going to like um. Just take out some parchment paper I have in my pocket and like wrap it up and just put it in my bag for later. Okay, I mean it's it's fairly big. Um, I mean it's uh, probably about two foot long, so it's it's going to be difficult to fit into the bag. Okay. Um, 
Can I stick the loop around the end of my axe and carry it around? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. You can certainly try. Does that make it a battle ank? A battle ank, yeah. <laughs> the battle ank. Okay, you know, no, I'm entirely for this plan because there's no way it can bite you in the arse later. <laughs> um, I'm not going to put my arse. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, th- there were, j- just to remind you, there were a number of other things in this room. Obviously, mm. there is the skeleton on the plinth. There's all the little things tucked in the nooks on there. There's the murals on the wall around. And now that you've, you've actually gone into the room and moved around a bit, um, you notice that there are two things on the ground on the other side of the plinth. One is a hessian sack, and the other is a, a leather satchel. <gasps> That would be ideal for carrying a two-foot-long ink. <laughs> Did um, the ancient Egyptians have Hessian sacks and leather satchels? Because that looks a little bit like my leather satchel. No, just <laughs> Did you see that in your vision? No, look, the one I've got over my shoulder. Oh, okay. That's no, claiming it. But, but speaking of your vision, some of the murals around here do look a little bit like what you saw in your vision. Hmm. Creepy. So I'm still standing in the middle of the room with my hands in the skull, <laughs> like a bowling ball, um, thinking, well, I've just watched people convulse and then get up like nothing happened and it's all fine. And, and so I'm going to go look at the murals. So anyway, um, go and take a look. Okay. The, um, to, so I can maybe, you know, not lose sanity and find out what happened. <laughs> so <laughs> so the, these, these are murals. They're not hieroglyphs. Oh. Yeah, um, so they depict things. I mean, the one on the, the the wall that you came through, it it looks, I it does look like perhaps a traditional ancient Egyptian scene in some respects. You have this figure, this pharaoh again that you've seen over and over again, who is standing there holding a set of scales. Um, on one half there is a human heart, and on the other half there is a pile of perhaps dead animals or something. And, and kneeling uh, before all this is a figure, looks human, but with a, a jackal's head, um, who's, who's kneeling, cowering before all this. And there are a couple of people with sharp knives that have just cut its chest open and are pulling it apart. <laughs> I, I just wanted to ask, is no one going to address the fact that people are convulsing after touching a, 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 <laughs> some kind of weird-ass cross? I don't know. No one else talked about it. I thought we just supposed to go and move on. I swear to God, I, I saw, I saw visions of this. This guy, I, I saw this scene when 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 I fell down. I, so I, you know, I, I swear to God, I, I am sober, ish, now, <laughs> ish. It it does appear that there's some strong curses, and as I said coming in, there were sigils on the door. That there is some sort of evil here, I, and. I, I step right up close to the house and pull him. I thought the curse was just, you know, get us some money. So Shit, some real curses are real curses. Yeah, so did I. And that, I, I hate to break it. That dance doesn't stop curses. That's all made up. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I never would have guessed. At okay. that moment, Bunty comes up and goes, I'm, I found half a crown. Do you want to do that dance again? <laughs> it's not serious. I, I'm not powerful enough. Maybe your ancient, um, you know, noble blood might be able to do the curse. You just go dancing over there by that mural. I can, um, do, I can do waltz. Can I? Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Viennese, preferably. 
Okay. <laughs> I, can, can I go over to the leather satchel and just well, see if there's anything in it, but also try and put the ink into it, because I don't like it jingling on the top of my axe ready to fall. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the satchel does have a few things in it. And it's got what looks like a, a leather journal, um, and it has a passport in it as well. Oh, apparently... Egyptians had passports, guys. <laughs> um, oh, I have such a great history in our show of opening books and not destroying them. <laughs> um, can, I, can, can I leave through the notebook and, and passport to see, I guess, yeah. if I can figure out who owns it? Or what's it? Well, and the passport is a German passport. And um, yeah, oddly enough, then, the journal appears to be written in German. If only there was someone uh, who could speak German. Fritz, I have something for you to read here. Conveniently, <laughs> so uh, so you're you're passing it over to, so uh, to I'll Stefan. Keep, I'll keep the statue and just toss him the the notebook and passport. Does it have a date yeah. in the passport? Uh, yes, yeah. It looks. I mean, the the the, the last date stamp on it is um, uh, coming into Egypt, and it looks like it's from 1916, so eight years ago. Eight years ago. Cool. And we know nothing. <coughs> as far as we knew, coming in, this was an untouched tomb. Pretty much. That, that, that's, that's what it was advertised as. <laughs> well known. Well known <laughs> By you, I should, I should remind you. <laughs> uh, look, what, what does it say, Stefan? It seems to be um, I, German. Yeah, I mean, it's a fairly lengthy uh, journal. But I, I'm, I'm assuming that you're skipping towards the last entries as they're the ones that are most likely to be pertinent. Um, so uh, perhaps, uh, Karen, if you'd like to read out what Stefan is, is translating. So... Um Take each individual date? Uh, yeah, if you, if you can read that whole bit oh, out. Oh, the whole bit, okay. So there are entries dated from 1910 uh, to 1916 describing Sasha Karner's time uh, as an anthropologist. The journal outlines the anthropologist's trip to Egypt and his attempts to unearth ancient Egyptian artifacts. In addition, um, Karner writes about the English companion his English companion and uh, archaeologist named uh, Dr. Gerald Sutton. Um, there are many entries outlining the difficult work environment due to the Great War. Karner often praises Sutton for the assistance in dealing with the English authorities. Hmm. The last four entries appear most significant. Yes. Why am I a villain, right? <laughs> 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 um, so on the 7th of August, 1916, word has reached us of fierce fighting north, close to the Suez Canal. Our men are frightened enough uh, as it is without the fear of being killed in a crossfire. The superstitious beliefs have delayed the dig more than once, and I do not care for any further delay. We dig tirelessly through the loose sand and rock. We are close. On the 3rd of September, 1916. Um, today was glorious. <laughs> that sounds really bad. <laughs> um, uh, we have found the entrance. Removing the doorway was difficult, but we created a pulley system that allowed us entry. I have clogged the entirety of the tunnel. I've halted the removal of the stones until I have surveyed the structure and documented what we have learned thus far. Sutton thinks my meticulous records are unnecessary and time-consuming. On the 1st of December, uh, finally, the tunnel is now clear. Some of the workers have taken a great interest in the damaged hieroglyphs in the passageway. Today, 
We remove the last of the stone chips and explore. The stonework looks unstable. It may be too risky to use the explosives. On the 3rd of December, Sutton is dead. The lake. Whoa, that escalated quickly. <laughs> that escalated so quickly. <laughs> it just opens with, yeah, she dead. Right. Um, <clears throat> in case he forgets later. Yeah, in case he forgets. Sutton's dead. In case he forgets. Oh, yeah, he's dead. This is a personal <laughs> journal, right? <laughs> Sutton's dead. Um, uh, the local labor attacked us and broke his neck when he refused to be forced inside the tomb. Beware the children of the Sphinx. I plan on waiting uh, a couple of hours in the hopes they have gone. I'd, I'd rather, I'll gather some jewelry, uh, gather some of the jewelry, uh, and then make my escape. This place will not be my tomb. I can hear noises. Something else is here with me. Right. I just gotta say, I'm pretty sure my hand was in his skull. <laughs> <laughs> Do, 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 yeah. do. <laughs> I, I've done my waltz. So we safe now. I've beaten the curse. What, what do I do? What do I do with this pound? Uh, you you keep it for safety. Okay. Wear it over your heart. That'll that'll keep you safe. I so I, th there are a couple of other things I should point out. <clears throat> there was one more item in the satchel, which was a single stick of dynamite. Let's Ooh. blow us a, a way out of here. Yeah. Put it next to the slap. We'll, we'll, we'll get out of here. Let's get out of here. And uh, 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 the other thing... Careful now. I mean, there was also that Hessian sack. So was anyone looking at that? Yeah. Okay. Please, so please, please so you, be Sutton's buddy. So you see <laughs> that it's full, absolutely full of gemstones and, and golden trinkets. Sack's empty. Just <laughs> nothing to see here. Just from a casual inspection, you reckon you could probably live on that for the rest of your life. <laughs> Uh, how, how big is the sack? Is it like uh, it's it's a kind of proper sack, uh, like a coal sack? Okay, just just throw it over my back. I yeah, no, it's fine. Oh, what a shame! I was hoping it'd be that those jewels he was mentioning in his diary. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of old clothes, probably more diaries. You know, we don't have time to translate them now. It'll be it'll be easier later. Well, you know, we'll we'll, we'll deal with it then. Hmm. From somewhere off in the distance, you hear a muffled clanging sound. Ah, we're not alone. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> servants' quarters. We just need to find the entrance. Uh, is there any doors in this room? Uh, it, Scott, I'll take the dynamite. <laughs> uh, excuse me? Could you say it more sinister? Maybe, like, maybe you know, I'll someone a bit older, maybe a bit wiser, less prone to. You know what? You know, screaming. I'll, I'll, I'll take Hank aside. Look, Hank, you and me, you're gathering some artifacts for me. Yeah. You're worried about getting out. But don't use this yet, and I'll give you this. If you get me whatever valuables you have. From, from somewhere... Deal. <laughs> from somewhere not very far away, you can hear the sound of stone scraping. So, it sounds... It's, it's a big sound. I mean, this isn't just like rocks being rubbed together. This is something huge moving. As the door is opening. I was about to say, someone's coming for us. Yeah. Which direction? Let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> We're saved. Is that kind of thing normal now? <laughs> uh, it, it, it sounds possibly like shovels. I mean, it could be another way in. Rescuing? Did anyone know? Did oh, because yes, of course, the authorities do know we're here, don't they? Uh, yes, but those um, nice Egyptian that, guys who dropped um, the door. There was a, a couple of issues with um, <clears throat> uh, visas and permits, and you still got the money, though, right? You're still paying us. <laughs> there, there, there is a huge crushing and crunching sound as something 
big moves into the room behind you. Not, not the chamber you're in, but the one you just came from. I don't think that's a rescue party. I thought it was ahead of us. Rats? Tell me and, it's rats. And, and all of a sudden you hear this huge bellowing roar. Um, that is not uh, a welcome party. No? We, we, need to go. we need to go right now. Right. Uh, it, honestly, are there I'm, any I'm other exits? I'm going to assume so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's no other exits. Cool. Um, there's no exits. I'm going to hide in yes, it's like, no, <laughs> That didn't sound like a beetle. <laughs> it's okay. I am going to draw my trusty 32 ACP. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to draw my trusty pocket knife. And I'm going to hide. <laughs> and so we've got two people who are hiding. Oh. Um, so, let, but Stefan and now, let's have stealth rolls off both of you to see how well you hide. Oh, dear. I have a stealth of 20. And I've rolled um, six. a six. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so natural cowardice wins out. Of yes, yes. <laughs> how about Niall? So I'm going to not hide in a sec, but I'm going to try and hide kind of... So the entrance is... To ahead of me, I'm going to hide off to the left. So if something comes barreling in, I might be able to sneak in behind it. So uh, you, are, are you I still think, staying in the room with the corpse? So I'm, or I'm, in, I'm in the room with the corpse, but but you're you're hiding around the corner. Besides yeah. the door, they're, they're going to come in in the hope that they'll just run past me. Basically. Okay, so yeah, give me that stealth roll. Um, oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> my stealth is twenty. I rolled a ninety-two. <laughs> you, 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 you are so well. With your dice. <laughs> you, you, you are absolutely you confident. You are absolutely confident that nothing, nothing can find you where you are. <laughs> if I can't see them, they can't see me. <laughs> I have a three-year-old at home, and she does exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> but but in the meantime, Bunty and Dan were going to investigate. <laughs> Investigate. <laughs> I kind of look left and right and go, okay, uh, Niall, Stefan, all together, chaps. Yeah, all, all together on the count of three. Yes. What, what, what's, what's the kid doing? Is he hanging back? Is I'm, he? I've got a torch in one hand and di- dynamite in the other. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. This is what we like. Um, okay, you, you so, go ahead so, and check out. What what that is? <laughs> the, I mean, whatever it is, there is a yeah, crashing and crunching sound as something large is obviously making its way through all these priceless antiquities without the due care and attention. Hey, I paid for that. <laughs> May not have the permits, but that's mine. It's my. This is my old, new, old, not pointy pyramid. <laughs> for once in your life, shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> Watch out! I've got a pocket knife. <laughs> Whatever's back there. Come on, or I'll plug you, I swear to God. It's, it's getting closer. So Okay, maybe don't come. Stop where you are. So are, are, are you actually going out to see what it is? Or are you no. <laughs> so, so, so you're all staying in this, gun, this comparatively in small room. Can I do one yes. last survey of the room to see if there's any like um, area to put maybe the ankh that's a, a little, I don't know, indentation on the wall or something, some other clues to what this might be coming? No. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> Certain death. Uh, <laughs> look, guys, I mean, we're in a small, tiny room. This might be the best place to. I mean, look. Hey, if you want to go out do, there, you go out the, there. All we got to do is be faster than the slowest guy. And the, this thing is getting close. <laughs> I was going to say, all we got to do is be slower, slower than the slowest guy. I look at Bunty. <laughs> Dan, I have a move right Dan, come seven. with me. Come with me. Let's go and face what it is. We've got to get out of here. I'll go, I'll, I'll go in. 
Uh, okay, and I'll so, go slowly behind him with the battle axe, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, then, then, then the kid goes first, followed by Niall clutching his battle axe. As the kid goes into the doorway, you're, you're carrying a torch, aren't you? Torch and dynamite. <laughs> Just reminding you about the dynamite. <laughs> of course, you're carrying the fucking dynamite. <laughs> um, so you can see by the torchlight there is this thing coming towards you. I mean, for a moment. You thought it was a person. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a big person if it's a person. I mean, tall and heavily muscled, and and you, you can see that it's partially bandaged, and and as the light catches it, it's covered with separating sores and wounds. Um, the head, however, is not a human head. It appears to have the head of a jackal or a wolf with with golden brown fur. In it, maybe it's just the way the light's catching it, but the light, the eyes appear to burn red. So. I want Niall and the kid to give me sanity rolls, please. With these fantastic dice. Oh, boy. <laughs> 99. Oh, so, so what, what, what is your sanity? Uh, my sanity is 39 at the moment. Okay, so that is a fumble. That means you lose the maximum sanity, so you lose eight points of sanity. Oh, boy. Bout of madness. Uh, how did the kid do? I got 92. I gave you the good <laughs> dice. I gave you the good dice. Oh, and, the, and the kid also loses eight points. Okay. Um, so we're coming back in with dynamite next time, lads. <laughs> so because because you lost more than a fifth of, of your your sanity in one go, you're going straight into a bout of madness. Cool. Um, I, I I think I think you know in the, you're you're down here in the dark. I mean, you've got one light source keeping you safe. There's a monster here. I mean, it, it, the, the walls seem to be closing in. The darkness is closing in. You're, you're not going to get out of this alive, are you? I mean, everything down here is designed to kill you. Uh, you you've got to come up with with some way, you know, may, maybe involving hideous amounts of destruction, of getting out of here. Whatever it takes, you are going to survive, no matter who else has to die in the process. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, no. <laughs> the, the kid, on the other hand, and that stick of dynamite in your hand is looking like a pretty good solution. Now, I mean, who cares about the fact that it's probably going to bring the entire place crashing down on everyone's heads, killing you instantly? I mean, yeah, surely that's got to be a better way of dying than, than whatever this thing's going to do to you. I'm kind of curious what this thing might do. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna light the fuse. If, if and run towards it. <laughs> if I recognise he's going lighting the fuse and probably realise in my insanity that it's going to take the whole place down, can I try and chop his hand off? That's all. Because <laughs> what, what, what is your dexterity and what's the kid's dexterity? Um, fifty. Eighty. Yeah. Well, <laughs> So, so that occurs to you just as you see him disappearing off the room. Did he just like Dad? He just lit the dynamite. He lit the dynamite. Do, do something. Hit him. So, so let, let's deal with the kid. I mean, the kid is running towards this, this monstrosity. <laughs> uh, but you, you've got this lick stick of dynamite in your hand. It's probably going to go off in yeah, maybe twenty, thirty seconds. Um, this creature, it's got. Uh, one of these these curved metal swords, um, and you know, as you're running towards it, it is bringing the sword up, obviously ready to cleave you in half. What 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 in your maddened state are you doing? Keeping running towards it. I'm <laughs> aiming for the mouth. I've seen worse than this in the streets of Harlem. I'm going to shove it in his mouth. <laughs> so so you're going to try to stuff the dynamite into the creature's mouth. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, okay. Uh, so, so uh, can can you give me a fighting brawl roll, please? 
course I can. You're, you're getting inside its guard. I know you're acting quicker than it can bring the sword down, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to try to crush your head with one of its mighty hands. Okay, 50% chance, 45 what a time to succeed. <laughs> oh, okay. It, it succeeds on its roll as well, but because you're attacking, you get, you get to uh, succeed. Um, <clears throat> so, yes, I mean, it, it, it opens its huge canine maw uh, in, in this, this growling, horrible noise. And somehow, yes, you have managed to stuff the stick of dynamite in there. <laughs> At this point, Nyla's running back into the cavern with the guys. Run, dynamite! Um, he's done and saying... <laughs> So, <laughs> Niall's running back in. Is anyone else doing anything other than staying behind there and waiting for your inevitable death? I was say, did you say, did you say something about a nice big altar? Yes. Definitely getting behind that. Yes. As soon oh, okay. as I hear the word shouted, get back, dynamite. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just, I'm very well hidden. That's the, that's the, <laughs> the dynamite can't see that's, me. Exactly. <laughs> that, that, that's that's going to make it even harder for people to find your body afterwards. <laughs> Who says there'll be a body? <laughs> oh, Father, who was in heaven? Had it be his name? Uh, I didn't come. So the, the, the creature, as, as the kid steps back after, uh, after putting the stick of dynamite in his mouth, or shoving the stick of dynamite in his mouth, is bringing this huge blade down and attempting to cut your head off. What, what is the, the kid doing about this? Have I come to my senses yet? Oh, God, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to roll into a ball and start crying. It's <laughs> <laughs> the most sensible Cthulhu so, act you can do. So, so, so you're, not, you're not even attempting to get out of the way of the blow? In my uh, getting into a crawl, I'm trying to dodge and roll. <laughs> and cry. And cry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, then I, I will give the creature a bonus on this as you're just crawling out of the way. Yeah. In which case, yes, it, it has impaled you with the sword. Oh, so <laughs> those of you watching can see this huge blade come down and just ram through the kid. I, I, th this thing does so much damage that even the minimum damage is going to atomize you. So I mean, it, 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 it brings the sword down, skewers it through the kid and brings up this, this sort of writhing, living bloody scarecrow on the end of it, just waving <laughs> it round. You, you can see the panic and fear in the kid's eyes as he screams out for help, blood pouring out of his mouth. Oh, it's a living kebab. So we've all seen this, obviously. Have we? Yeah, I need to yeah. roll sanity now. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I'm hiding. And, and you can also see the dwindling fuse on the stick of dynamite in the creature's mouth. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> so after my 99 and my 98, I rolled 100. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, are, are, you're already undergoing a bat of madness, so you can't. Not, Niall can't lose any more sanity at this stage because he is already insane. I rolled a 92 versus 70. Okay. So I have failed. So you lose another three. I rolled a 70 against um, 57. So you lose another three. I rolled a 26 against 49. So. You never like the kid anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you probably have one more round of action before that stick of dynamite goes off. So crazy Niall um, <laughs> realises he has the solution, uh, jumps, jumps up, realising this is like some sort of demon that we don't know if it'll be killed by the dynamite, is going to run towards him and like hold up the ank in front of him in the hope that it's some sort of <laughs> item that controls him and doesn't knock me unconscious. Okay. Uh, so, I have yeah. doing this. 
I mean, you, you run up and the creature stops for a moment, looking at you, looking at the ank. Um, and then it reaches out with one mighty paw oh, and tries to, tries to slam the ank through your face. <laughs> Cool. Um, what are you doing about cool. this? So, so if, if I succeed in a power roll, then I don't get any like cool powers. No. Like teleportation or anything? No. no. Okay. Are you sure you want to use these dice? You want to use these? <laughs> Go on. We'll, we'll give him a chance to redeem him. Um, so he's going to try and hit me with his paw. Can I just try? Well, and... no. He's trying to hit you with the ankh. Okay. So can I try and like slip his blow and just hit him with the ankh in the face? You yeah. certainly can. So give me a fighting brawl roll. And it's going to need to be a good one. Twenty-five. Cool. Eight. <laughs> Eight. Eight. Oh wow. Okay. So yes. I did it. Somehow, despite the, fact, despite the fact that this thing is so much more powerful than you, you slam the ank into it. Um, Leave it hanging on the dynamite that's hanging out of its mouth. Try and run away. And um, oh gosh, yes, it has failed its power roll. So yeah, it, it, it just slumps backwards onto the ground. I mean, you know, its eyes aren't rolling up, but it does seem to be convulsing as the ank is in contact with it. Um, and the, the stick of you know the, the fuse on the dynamite, the, there is now maybe a centimeter left. So the entire time this has been happening, yeah. I just stood perfectly <laughs> still. So no, like, like, it, it, its vision works on movement. <laughs> that's why the stealth roll worked. And then I'm just going to opportunist wise. Like, I see it knocked down. I'm like, Niall, we must escape immediately. Get out of here. So as he's doing that, can I just coolly lick my fingers and try and quench the fuse? <laughs> then I think because I'll you've, you've the just fuse. taken an action, it's, it's, it's going to be touch and go whether you've got enough time here. Okay. So I want you to make a hard dexterity roll here. Oh, so boy. Against half of your dexterity to see whether so you can do 25. this in time. 13. 13. 13. <laughs> oh. Oh. Fire. So yes, you get there just in time. And you manage you manage to put the dynamite out. Wow. I'm still running, by the way. My head just pokes up from behind the, the altar. Is it over? Can I come out? Somebody get a photo or write this down quick. We gotta, we gotta, we're going to make loads of money. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You just think, the, the, the freaks are running. To- I, I, I've seen Barnum. Get, tie that thing up. We're taking with us. Somebody tie him up. Is the kid actually dead? Or is the kid just impaled still? The the kid is so dead. Oh, very dead. Okay. (laughs) There there are degrees of dead, and he's all the way there. There are bits of the kid all over the place. And you're just talking about making money? Okay, fair enough. That's good. good. So, just to wrap things up quickly, what what, what, kid memorial creature? (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm going to. I've pulled the fuse from the dynamite. Um. Going to go out to the front of the cavern, lay dynamite against the door, and then maybe your fine marksmanship could shoot it from a distance. Nothing could go. (laughs) 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 Sounds like a great idea. Then then I think what I'd like to wrap this up, because we only have a couple of minutes left, obviously you've got enough shots that you're going to hit it eventually. Let's just see whether it does what you want. So what I'd like at this stage is a group luck roll. Whoever has got the lowest luck out of the bunch of you, I want you to roll against your luck, and the entire survival of your group depends on this roll. So don't fuck it up. Uh, I have 40 luck. 40. 40. So who wants to take responsibility for getting your killed? Yeah, you've got zero luck. Who's feeling lucky? I think Owen's dice. Those, Those dice... Have gone. <laughs> Must decide our fate. I've almost rolled 303 rolls. <laughs> uh, right, let's see what we got against 40. Oh boy. 65. 
Okay. Well, the, the good news is after two or three shots, Dan does manage to hit the dynamite, and it goes boom. I mean, it puts a nice big crack in, in the big stone that's, that's holding you in here. And the crack goes up to the ceiling, and it spreads across, and it spreads through the walls, and it goes right through the structure. Bits of stone are beginning to rain down on you. you know, the, 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 the entire ceiling is crashing in. You have about one action, I think, in which to make your peace with death. What are you doing? You know... I- I think it's going to be all right. (laughs) (laughs) If I stay perfectly still, I'll be just fine. It's worked so far. Uh, I I shoot Bunty in the head. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a mercy killing (laughs) for all of us. (laughs) I treat Stooge as slept down for fucking it up. (laughs) And with that, well, there are now... A bunch of new bodies entombed here, possibly for all eternity. Bunty and friends. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you very much, everyone. We have been How We Roll Live. Uh, my name is Joe Trier. Um I've been joined today by some fantastic players. Uh, first of all, by Owen Falvey. Thank you, folks. By Dirk the Dice from the Grognard Files. Adios, amigos. By David Honecker. Arrivederci. By Curran Javray. <laughs> I yeah, will get your name enough. right. <laughs> Thank you. And by our esteemed keeper, one of the good friends of Jackson Elias, one of the writers of the game called Cthulhu itself, we have Scott Dorwood. Oh, cheerio. <laughs> and uh, if, if you have enjoyed our little show, we do have a weekly podcast where we put out a similar game to this, uh, more long-form storytelling, and obviously we also edit it all up. We do a lot of production to make it sound more like a radio drama, so there's sound effects, there's music. Um, I feel lots of roles there too. <laughs> <laughs> lots of roles. So uh, if you've enjoyed today, uh, please come and check us out, howwerollpodcast.com, uh, at HWR on Twitter, and um, yeah, hopefully see you soon. Thanks, Ox. All right, thank you very much. Thank you. You can find show notes for this episode at blasphemoustomes.com. And of course, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Reddit. Please come along, leave us a note, let us know what you thought of this episode. Thanks very much. Until next time. Hello? Blasphemoustomes.com. Mm-hmm.